This is KJZZ's Sun Up. It is your daily news update from here in Phoenix on our state and region. Hi again, I'm Phil Latzman, and good day to you. This podcast, we like to say it is a daily digest of the day's events here in Arizona. It's President's Day. Happy President's Day. Take your pick on this Monday, February 20th. Thanks for being here, and let's get to the news. Well, Governor Katie Hobbs traveled to the Mexican state of Sonora Friday in her first international trip since taking office. Ignacio Ventura has more details on the visit. Hobbs met with other government officials, including Mexican President Andres Manuel López Obrador and Sonora Governor Alfonso Durazo. They held discussions relating to cross-border infrastructure and trade. According to Hobbs, over 200 projects located on Arizona's side of the border cost more than $12 billion. She said coordination with Sonora, Mexico City, and Washington, D.C. would ensure the completion of such projects and create opportunities in trade, commerce, and tourism. Talks between Arizona and Mexican officials will remain ongoing. Ignacio Ventura, KJZZ News, Phoenix. Well, no one likes waiting on trains at railroad crossings. But as Tom Maxidon tells us, a bipartisan effort by Arizona lawmakers would reduce the length of them in the state. A House bill voted out of committee would limit the length of trains to 8,500 feet or about 1.6 miles. That may still seem long, but testimony to that committee cited a train in the metro region nearly twice that length. Democratic Representative Consuelo Hernandez referred to the recent train derailment in rural New Palestine, Ohio, as an example that long trains aren't just an urban problem. When you can't get across because a train is crossing, that means you can't go to work, you can't go to school. If there's an accident, God forbid, the first responders cannot get to that location on time. The bill moves to a vote by the full House. Tom Maxidon, KJZZ News, Phoenix. Tempe is considering making retailers buy a license to sell tobacco in the city. From the business desk, Christina Estes reports. A proposal from a council committee calls for a citywide registry of businesses that sell tobacco, along with a process to revoke licenses for retailers who repeatedly sell to minors. It also suggests raising the age to buy tobacco products to 21. Federal law already prohibits purchases to anyone under 21, but Arizona does not have a similar state law. According to the Arizona Youth Survey, more than 35% of 12th graders have used cigarettes or e-cigarettes, sometimes called vapes. Most e-cigarettes contain nicotine, which is addictive. Tempe will hold two community meetings and an online survey in March before the council takes up the issue. Christina Estes, KJZZ News, Phoenix. The American Civil Liberties Union has filed a motion to the Arizona Supreme Court in support of the withdrawal of a prisoner's death warrant. Here once again is Ignacio Ventura with details on that story. Last month, the Arizona Attorney General's office requested the withdrawal while pausing executions in the state. Prisoner Aaron Gunches had the only pending death warrant in the state. In the motion, the ACLU cited a series of botched executions and called for an evaluation of the state's capital punishment system. Joshua Spears, the policy counsel from the ACLU of Arizona, argued executions cannot occur without asking about its factors, like their protocol. Ignacio Ventura, KJZZ News, Phoenix. City of Tempe council members will vote March 2nd to rename parks and streets that have ties to former members of the Ku Klux Klan. Over 200 suggestions from the public were posted on the city's forum page following a call for input from community members. Andrew Ching is the Tempe city manager. There really were two primary criteria that the the committee uh, used to evaluate the names. 
one that they felt it was appropriate that if it was named after a person, that that person be deceased, and two, that the names be restorative in nature. A list of proposed names was selected earlier this month. The Apache Junction area is located next to Bureau of Land Management property that could present new opportunities for outdoor recreation in the area. As Ron Dungan tells us, the BLM will take comments on the proposal tomorrow at the Apache Junction Elks Lounge. The BLM has proposed a new recreation area near Goldfield. The project started after Apache Junction residents approached the agency and expressed concerns about violations of camping rules and wildfire danger. The state recently reduced fuel loads to reduce the fire risk. Now the BLM would like to overhaul the area's recreation opportunities. Leon Thomas is manager of the BLM's Phoenix District office. Across our district, we just need to take a hard look at how we can put in infrastructure to support the numbers of people that we're getting with 5 million people in our backyard. Proposed uses of the area include off-highway vehicles, horseback riding, and camping. Ron Dungan, KJZZ News, Phoenix. A recent study found that long-term exposure to UV light is used in nail salons can cause damage that may lead to higher risk of developing skin cancer. But how much of a health risk actually comes with getting a gel manicure? Kirsten Norman has more on that. Dr. Jacqueline Watchmaker is with U.S. Dermatology Partners in Phoenix. She says the study published last month is not cause for alarm and more research is needed. Just like people who go to a tanning salon once or twice in their life aren't at a super increased risk of skin cancer, but people who go to tanning beds monthly are definitely at an increased risk of exposure. So it's kind of a similar principle with these UV nail lamps. But Watchmaker says taking precautions is still important especially in sunny Arizona. I do think every little bit counts. I mean, the little things you can do to kind of protect yourself every day are are important because they add up. Watchmaker says applying sunscreen to the back of your hands and wearing fingerless gloves can minimize UV exposure at the salon. Kirsten Dorman, KJZZ News, Phoenix. Mexico has new rules for genetically modified corn. From the Frontier's desk in Hermosillo, Murphy Woodhouse tells us what they are. The new rules prohibit the use of GMO corn for human consumption, specifically highlighting the production of flour for tortillas. However, Mexico's economy ministry noted the elimination of an early 2024 deadline for phasing out GMO corn for animal feed and industrial food production. A more sweeping 2020 decree had been a source of tension between the United States and Mexico, with U.S. Secretary of Agriculture Tom Vilsack saying last November that such a policy could have serious trade impacts. Vilsack reportedly said in a statement Tuesday that he was disappointed in the latest decree. Murphy Woodhouse, KJZZ News, Hermosillo. Mesa has a plan to get library cards to more kids. As Christina Estes reports, it's a new pilot project approved by the city council. Rather than require parents and guardians to show up in person to get a public library card for kindergartners, they'll be able to check a box to opt in during school enrollment. Mesa Public Library will then mail cards to the student's address. Research shows kids who read proficiently by the end of third grade are more likely to graduate and have higher lifetime earnings. Mesa is starting with kindergartners and plans to evaluate the process before expanding to all grades. The city also launched an online electronic card registration for anyone. A library e-card allows people to check out e-books and audiobooks, but not physical items. Christina Estes, KJZZ News, Phoenix.
As far as the weather, this week will open with some nice temperatures, at least moderate, in the metro region on Monday. A slight chance of showers by tomorrow, uh, late in the day. However, residents should prepare for stronger chances of rain by midweek and cooler temperatures. Mark O'Malley is a meteorologist with the National Weather Service in Phoenix. What most people will notice is a big increase in wind speeds on Wednesday. Could see winds gusting 30 to 40 miles per hour across the metro with some localized areas of blowing dust. O'Malley also recommended not traveling to northern Arizona as the very strong winds will create dangerous driving conditions by midweek. And he said cold temperatures and snowfall between four to eight inches are predicted for the high country. In sports hockey, Barrett Hayden scored in overtime. Connor Ingram stopped two breakaways in the closing seconds. The Coyotes, in an exciting one, extend their point streak to nine games with a 3-2 win over the Columbus Blue Jackets last night in Tempe. The nine-game point streak, second longest in franchise history. The Yotes improved to 13-8-2 at home at Mullet Arena. Basketball, the Suns are off for the NBA All-Star break until Friday. They'll host Oklahoma City. Suns hoping to get Kevin Durant in the lineup soon. That does it for this edition of KJZZ Sun Up, Arizona's morning news podcast on this February 20th. Happy President's Day to you. I'm Phil Latzman. Enjoy the rest of the day. We'll do this again, of course, tomorrow.